Hey, welcome back to the Car Cafe podcast, where we talk about a lot of nonsense. How but some of it is cars. <laughs> some of it is cars. Just yeah. bad. Um, thank you all to the, yeah those of you who've listened to. Th- yeah, episode. thank you to all twenty-three of you who it's, listened. It, it's like forty something now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh it's like, it's wow. Long. Yeah. We've, we've gotten some pretty good, some some pretty good numbers, especially on Spotify. I think um, like ten of those were me though. Don't say Just that. Like, oh, <laughs> I mean, thank you, <laughs> all forty-three of you. Yeah. One piece of feedback that I got was, uh, "Don't threaten Mason with violence every time he has an opinion." I thank you for your feedback. No. I, oh. I appreciate it. I don't. I'm gonna keep doing it. Okay. How are you, Mason? I'm good. How How are you? How, how's your week been? Ah. It's, it's been about a week since we've recorded. I think. I think so. I don't remember. Time flies. Time is fleeting. Time's fast. Like my Time flies and, uh, and a lot of news has come out <clears throat> with uh, with cars. Why don't you tell me some? Um, well, did you hear about the, the the new Mazda release? Which one? The CX-70. Yeah, did you hear about that? It's quite controversial. Isn't I've it? Heard. Yeah, that, that, that one... Um, <clears throat> It it took a lot of thinking on what they were trying to accomplish there. I don't know if everybody really understands what where they're coming from with this release, or if maybe maybe they're right. But what do you think that that they're trying to accomplish by re-releasing the CX ninety? Let's but let's removing give- a third row. Let's give some yeah. Let's give some context to that. So, part of Mazda's lineup. I love Mazda, by the way. That needs to be made clear. Who doesn't? And if you don't, then you're just out. You're just wrong. Stop listening to this and uh, and go do some research for God's sake. I, I mean, the, the the people who I know who say they don't like Mazda are the ones who are like jobless. Well, single. no, they they're the ones who are like. Remember in 2012 when they were not good and their plastics were crap? Well, they were with Ford in 2012. That's why they weren't that good. That makes a lot of sense. But now they're on their own. Well, they're kind of with Toyota, I guess, a little. But now they're alone. And they're doing better than they have and before. And their designs have never been never been sharper. And their Skyactive engine is fantastic. It's everlasting and ever powerful but let's let's get into why this cx70 is controversial it's a fantastic car i know it's going to be a good car i think we can say with pretty good certainty that it's going to be a good car whether or not it will sell well is a completely different question because it fills a void that didn't exist the cx90 is a three-row mm-hmm. family suv that's like what durango sized yeah yeah, it's yeah, like it's, it's Durango it's sized. Like, it's got like what? It's an trying to compete six? with the yeah, there's X7. An in, there's an inline six and a hybrid. Those are the two powertrains that are offered. Uh, they're both inline six, I believe. I swear, there's a hybrid. Well, the CX, no, 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 just for the CX90. They're both hybrid. They're, they're, there's two powertrains. There's no, there's they a isn't. yes, there is. There, there's a mild. I'm fact checking. There's that. a mild hybrid powertrain and a plug-in hybrid powertrain. I'm going to argue with you another day on why mild hybrids aren't real hybrids. What? They're not real hybrids. Mild hybrids have been around since before you were born. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just shot. They have, by the no, way, actually. Have. No, I know that, but it, just so we're on the same page, do you know what a mild hybrid is? Yeah, it's one that just the battery just gets charged by the engine, and it just gives you little spritz of city power. That's not what I was taught. What were you taught? By our grade eleven auto teacher. <laughs> Oh no! It assists the engine. Okay, no, I th I thought I thought differently. No, you were right. I know. <laughs> Stop attacking me. <laughs> um, the the uh, the CX70 then is basically the same thing with no third row. <clears throat> yeah. So and the exact same styling. So what I've seen is that they've removed the third row and added like a little indentation, like a cubby hole. Okay. So it's about yay deep. For those of you listening, it's like it's like it's like uh, twenty uh, to thirty centimeters. It looks yeah. like you're <laughs> you're doing it's about your like hands. sixteen finger widths deep, and they've got like a little cover on it. So that's basically like you know it's basically like a flat back. So you you've got you've got the cover and then you can lift the cover and then you can put stuff inside. That's where the third row would be. So it's like the it's so, like the cubbies under the floor in the Pacifica or something like yes, that. Yes, precisely ah. like that. Okay. So they've done that and they've changed a bit of the trim on the outside. It's as little as makes no difference. I you couldn't tell by looking at it. Exactly. <laughs> Let me that's, tell you cuz cuz if you watch reviews of it, like people walking around, they'll be like if you look here real close, there's no longer this badge in this placement. Which nobody does. And these wheel well trims are slightly different. Wow. In color. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's like, all right, yeah. But it's still the same powertrain. It's still the same length, which nobody really understands why they wouldn't just shorten it. Why is there no... What nobody understands is why there isn't a difference between that and the CX-90. So why would you buy the CX-70 is the question. And people who want just a five-seater don't want the CX-5 because it's too small. Well, let me... I think... So there is no in-between is what I'm gathering and people are not happy because the CX-5 can't fit six Greyhounds in the trunk and the CX-90 is longer than a school bus and the cx50 is lower yeah and it doesn't offer the same offer the same powertrain doesn't have the same space inside as as it, it's kind of like an in, be, in between but it still doesn't have enough space to really fill the gap that people are looking for and then to complete the lineup the cx30 it's just a Mazda 3 hatchback that got stung by a bee. Uh, yeah. It's Which is great. I, I mean, it's a nice car. It's so uh, according according to... Can you pull up the, the pricing for the CX-90? <clears throat> I could. For, for context, we're going to be looking at this in Canadian dollars. I do believe it starts at 47 or something. What do you have, the, the CX-70? No, they, they didn't release that yet, did they? Actually, go 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 find it. Go find it in USD because I have a, I have an estimate from Kelly Blue Books. Estimate for the estimate. 
We'll we'll go off of this estimate. What'd you get? Starts at $39.5. For the CX-90. In USD. Kelly Blue Books is... And and I think we can kind of say this. We This is a good source, and I, I'll assume that they're saying this with, with some confidence. It ain't no consumer reports, let me tell you. Well, Kelly Blue Books is a good <laughs> enough source. Yeah. Um. They're assuming that the prices will start at around 33 USD. 33,000 USD. So that's, so that difference. Was that's a difference of what? Seven? <clears throat> I forget what you said. Would you, you said, say 33? Yeah. So like 6,000. Is that enough to justify? Some people don't think it will be. Like that. that's probably, that's probably going to be pretty close to the price, but a lot of, it just doesn't make sense why you wouldn't just buy the CX-90, take out the rear seats yourself, put them off to the side, maybe, if you don't want them. Like we did with this Honda seats. <laughs> really nice. <And laughs> Use them and for then, a podcast. And then just um, use the space that you want back there. Put them in when you accidentally have three more kids. Right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't think anyone's going to be rushing to save five or six thousand dollars. Just to have the same car with no back seats. What would you? But recommend? at the same time, it also makes the CX ninety look like bad value. Right. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to pay that extra money for because a roll. If of you're seats. looking, it's at, a sofa basically. If you're looking at a five seater only, you're like, oh, I can pay thirty three thousand for the CX seventy, or I can pay an extra five grand for the CX ninety for the rear seats. It's a pretty expensive couch. Yeah, and trim pieces on the outside. I think only time will tell. But if you had to, if you had to, I'm trying to come up with an answer in my head. But if you had to come up with a recommendation, other than a CX70, what would you? Mazda is notorious for value for the money, reliability, yeah, and uh, I would and just excellent. say just go straight for the CX5. And it's a but, really good warranty. But the, the, the problem with the CX5 is that it's perfect for fitting people. But not luggage. Because you're getting the, one or the other. Yeah. Rather than both. Yeah. Like What about a Honda Pilot? No, that's you, three rows. Pilot's three rows. It is, yeah. And the the, the C R V is also too small. What's the next one up from that? The passport. The passport. I always hated that name. Yeah, and it's we will not weird. recommend it because of that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why do you Boo. need a, to drive a passport? The sounds like the setup to a bad dad joke. Everybody got their passport. <laughs> you know when they're crossing the border. I got my passport. <laughs> I'm in it. Yeah. Ah. No, yeah the the passport is like how much is that? Is it? It's a perfect size. It looks like in USD because we seem to be talking in USD a lot. Well, we have to use that as our barometer um, for <laughs> what. Starts at forty thousand. <laughs> yeah. Why? I don't know. EXL. What? What's? Well, it's got to be at the lowest trim because that's what it's starting at. But that I, makes I, I no sense. Are you understand. sure that's in USD? Um, that is 
exactly what I'm seeing. You heard it here, folks, first. Mazda is insane. <laughs> Wait, who? Mazda. Honda. No, Mazda. We're... Insane value for the money. Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought you said they were just insane in the membrane because of their prices. I'm like, no. Honda. Well, Hondas are ridiculous. Honda and Toyota are like ridiculously expensive right now. And for some reason, they can't pump out cars fast enough to match those high prices. Especially Toyota. Yeah, it's like they're creating their own supply and demand. Uh, I don't think that's it. Um, inflation? Why? Well, well when obviously I not, but I, I, I just don't understand why their production is so slow. Like, or is that... There's no more... Um, don't say chip shortage because that's not true. Well, still, I, still I was going to say like overall supply shortage. That there is not, it's just not as prominent as it was like it's, two it's, years ago. It's not as prominent, but it still exists. If, if the, GM the, can catch up in their trucks, Toyota should be flying cars off the lot right now, because GM's like all caught up, and they were the most behind yeah, out but of for anyone. Toyota, they can. They're basically. They, they, I don't think they can catch up. Do you see what's happening with the Rav Four right now? They're damn near impossible to get. Unless oh you get yeah, like, and unless they're you like, get like a standard package. And even then, they're like fifty-eight grand. <laughs> yeah. Starting, it's, it's like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Honestly, for, it's honestly especially not. for used. Obviously, the the used prices are like so um, steady for Toyotas, but it's like I don't. I don't even really understand people why people are, people are buying them because if you're looking for like a quality car, yeah, sure, you can go really anywhere for a quality car nowadays. Like even dare I say, buy an American car? No, <laughs> not not a Dodge, but buy or a Ford. Okay, buy buy a Traverse. Eh, yeah, because they're not that unreliable. Oh, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. So why is everybody rushing to a Toyota RAV4, Toyota Corolla, Camry, if they still make those? Well, don't you remember episode one's topic? Uh, most reliable. But people aren't own- owning them long enough to call them reliable. Like, the the people who are buying these brand new RAV4s are probably leasing them. Yeah. Or they're only going to own them for like three years and then they're like, oh, it's time to trade up. Our family's most, gotten bigger. Time to get a Highlander. People, most of the people I know do that. So if you ask me, buy the cheapest, worst car you can find and switch it out every year. So you're in something new every year. But that's not what people... It's great advice. <laughs> Let me tell you. You heard it here first, people, folks. People are running for my advice. They're like... And I mean running away from my advice. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Don't click off, please. Um, I'll tell you who's buying these things. It's people who don't care. About the price. People who want to buy a car. Hmm. And, or lease. And then not think about the car ever again. Ever. Right, yeah. They They don't don't, want to do an oil change for a whole year. No, no, no. They they just don't want the car (laughs) to be in the foreground of their lives. Yeah. How it like how it is for they just for want to drive it around. Car. They don't care how much it costs. They just drive it around. They they want to get from point A to point B. Use it to mm-hmm. bring things around, and occasionally fill it up with gas, and occasionally do maintenance on it, if need be. 
<laughs> which is usually not because you know, I'm sure Toyota's up to like they're probably saying in their manuals change it at 13,000 kilometers nobody oil does change. that no <laughs> it, you can try and convince me all you want but I will never change my oil past 8,000 you always do it prior to or I, I do it at like 7 but only I I would do it regardless of what I'm driving but 98% of the reason why I do it at 7,000 is that that's when my oil starts to get low on the dipstick. Right. Well, Because my engine eats oil. Let's get back to the point. Brand new Chevy, hand. everybody, eats Let, oil. Let's let's get back to the point at hand where, where we're talking about supply and demand. Oh, yeah. There, we're actually talking about Mazdas. Did, did you want to go back to Mazda <laughs> real quick? We'll call this topic number two. Um, <laughs> did you hear that story of uh, another reason to hate Hyundai and Kia, by the way? Hate them. Cast every single one the, of their cars. The third the, time, and not the, the last time. Fiery depths that. of hell. Those cars <laughs> are so bad. But they burned themselves up, so you don't need to send them there. Um, they found a field somewhere. Of Teslas? No, no, no. Of Kias and Hyundais that get r- released on a delayed timeline to, to their dealers mm. to create artificial demand. Hyundai and Kia? Yeah. I'll, I'll pull oh, what the about story Toyota? Are, are, they I, hiding, I Toyota are, are they hiding stock or are they just I don't think Toyota are delaying. that big of, like, that big assholes to, to be doing this. See, I <clears throat> I don't know if I can... I'm getting the story now. Yeah, grab it and, and I'll I'll talk my heart away. But I don't believe that... They, they're either, that's either an over-glorified story of the photo was taken in 2021 when, you know, there was chip shortage, whatever, and Hyundai had a chip shortage. But I, I don't think they had a, a shortage of anything. Hyundai and Kia? Yeah. I, I don't think they were short on any supplies. I don't care enough about them to listen. But, um... I got the story here. Forget what I was going to say. This was, this was in December, by the Cut way. Cut this out. <laughs> no, this was this was in December, twenty twenty three. Yes, like so. So last mm-hmm. December, literally like a month and a half ago. I think I remember seeing this story. Uh, Kia Canada has been deliberately holding new vehicles and shipping compounds in order to maintain its marketing budget for twenty twenty four. That was that's a report from CBC News. Hmm. Like them or not, this pretty, is well. It's pretty reliable. Yeah. They're being stashed in a holding yard near Wolverton, Ontario, which is extremely rural, apparently. Um, Reportedly not the only holding yard keeping new Kias, many of which won't hit dealership lots until next year. Can I tell you why they're doing that? I want to keep reading this. Well, uh, well, that's too bad. You've already read it once. (laughs) Um, They can't get rid of their own cars that they're on the lot. So but how are they, how are they supposed to fit in new cars when they can't even get rid of their current new cars? Because if you go to any Hyundai and Kia lot, they're not flying off the lot. They're pretty stagnant. They shouldn't even be leaving the lot. Okay. We get it. Let's <laughs> 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 talk. Leave the opinions aside for like 23 seconds no. and then we'll get back to it. Fine. Can, can, can I actually give you a story? Please. And this has to do with our editor. 
aka my girlfriend um we when we sold her hyundai what kind of hyundai was it do tell us it, it, her hyundai was a 2022 hyundai sonata sport 1.6 turbo i think shame i think it was a 1.6 I, I can't i can't remember I only looked under the hood once, and that's that's when I saw a turbo. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. <laughs> but um, it it was an okay car. I I've got my thoughts. I I like it and I hate it, and for for different reasons. Um, it was rough, mm. in not in a sporty way. It just felt like it was just rough to drive. Um, did a lot of dinging, did a lot of beeping at you for random things. Um, it looked okay. It was, it was it was kind of a sporty look. I'll have to give them it, at least marks for this. Their cars look okay. Yeah, the Sonata Sonata is a really weird one because I like the light show they've got going on at the front. It looks like a catfish, right? With little catfish whiskers going like up it. the hood. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very strange. I it's like kind of it. cool, but I don't I don't really understand what they're doing because Sonata was supposed to be like a luxury car and now it's like kind of they're trying to push the sporty side of Hyundai too much to where they've lost. Whatever. Anyways. Lu- lu- but luxury did besides Genesis. the point, <clears throat> um, we got rid of that car because it was costing too much and Good. it was being driven. And I said, let's just get rid of it. Let's get you into a Mazda, which we now have. Perfect. Um, selling it, though, because that car was bought in the height of carflation is, is what I'll call it. Sure. Um, we actually lost money on selling it, and we actually still won in a way because the one dealership that gave us top dollar is the only dealership that gave us top dollar, and they gave over $4,000 on market value for this used Hyundai, 22,000 kilo- 27,000 kilometers. Other dealerships, other dealerships new, were giving basically. us like thirty thousand, thirty-two thousand dollar quotes. I think this dealership gave us thirty-four, or or thirty-five. There were some dealerships giving us thirty thousand dollars for this car, and they're like, it's not nice. "Sorry, we we can't get them off the lot, right?" Sonatas are not selling, and this dealership, we we gave it to them for for the price they gave us. And it's been on the lot for, I think, three months. It's still there? They they brought down the price by $500. Oh, man. It's still there. And every other dealership that we've gone to, but before giving to them, said, we can't get rid of Sonatas. Everybody has a Sonata on their lot, used or new. That's been on there for 200 days. And this Sonata is going on 200 days. <laughs> oh no! So soon enough, like they they, I I looked the other day. It's going for 35.6 right now, I think. And they were originally listening listing it for like 36.5. They, they they. I'm so glad that this is the episode we can start talking crap about Hyundai and Kia. Well, I, I thought it was going to happen a, a lot later from now, but no, <clears> um, I needed to let it out. Oh God, yeah. Let, <laughs> just so, let so all your steam off. Because this podcast is all about consumer advice, and uh, that's it. So he, here here's what I have to say: if any, 
Hyundai is really popular for people who just want to get into a car really cheap, really fast. Ooh, you, okay, let me say my thing. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Let me, if you can see his eyes light up comfy. right now. Let me get comfy. If you're watching the video, then you're laughing with us. But <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Here's what I tell people all the time. You know what? Why don't we do this exercise right now? Okay. Get your phone out. Unflip that thing. Unflip my Galaxy Z Flip 5? Yeah. Wow. Go ahead. Go to Hyundai's website. Hi Hi Hyundai.ca. Have we talked about the cars that are in here, actually? Um, do that while I'm pulling up Hyundai Canada. So that's a Hyundai. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's, a, that's, that's got an interesting story. I've actually got well, the owner of that, that lined up as a guest. An there. Integra? It's a Prelude. Prelude, okay. So okay. close. Um, I've got the... I've got the I've got the owner of this car set up as a guest, maybe, maybe for uh, a couple episodes down the line. I can't imagine what he's arriving in. He's a service. He used to be a service tech for Mercedes-Benz, uh -huh. uh, Subaru, oh. Volvo, uh -huh. uh, and Toyota. Huh. So he's got a ton of experience under his belt. But uh, yeah, he'll he'll speak more to that when he's here. By the way, okay, so we're we're done with that, right? Um, just pulled up Hyundai Canada. Perfect. We'll talk about that after this intermission. Okay, intermission. Sorry. <laughs> bang bang. You're on Hyundai's website now. I yes. Okay. What were you gonna What were you gonna say before I? Do so you want to guess you? what the header says? You know those little messages saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, watch out for this. Do you know what it says? Would you like to enable cookies? Uh, well, that's under. <laughs> um, due to current global supply chain issues. You'll find that on every website. That's not just... Oh, but you don't. Really? Well, not anymore, let's, let's but this, but this is just... This but for now. This just appears to be... They're still saying it like... They're going to have a long avoid, wait for your car. They want to avoid liability in, in some sort of respect. Uh, I guess so. That that makes sense. Maybe. Anyways, go to the landing page for... We're on it. I'll say the Kona. Vehicles. Uh, do you know what the Kona is under? Oh, no. Sorry. Compact. High performance. <laughs> High oh, performance, God, no. everybody. Well, that's, pro that's probably the, the end line they're talking about. Yeah. Which, by the way, I don't mind the end line vehicles. Whatever, just go to they the... They look pretty good. No, I mind them. Um, I I mind you. <laughs> hey. I, I'm i not really sure what I'm looking at on here, to be honest. Is it a weird-looking website? There's a... There's a lot of vehicles. <laughs> I forgot how many cars they made. Okay, pick, pick, pick any. I'm trying, that's not, but That's not an end line. There's a hybrid? You, you, want, you want the plug-in hybrid or the hybrid or the gasoline? Just the gasoline one. Is that even... No, no, that's the Tucson. Just your regular old... Okay, I'm going to click on this two-song gasoline. Sure. Probably should have picked on the electrified one, shouldn't I? It, it doesn't matter. Most, okay. most people still buy gasoline. We're on a 2024 Tucson, everybody. Sure. Now, Mason. 6.49% on this bad boy. That's a lot. Right? Yeah. Anyways. But it also starts at 36,000. <laughs> Go one ahead. Of the, one of the first things that, <clears throat> that it kind of splashes in your You want to know the key feature? Hmm. 10.25 inch color touchscreen navigation system and more. I need to smack something. 
I was right. Okay, so this is this is I love doing this because it's like a magic trick. You go on. Keep keep this in mind, okay? The first thing that was thrown at Mason's face, and we'll pull, we'll have it right here, was it was the only key feature that it showed. <laughs> was was the ten point whatever inch color touchscreen? I find it interesting how they threw the word color in there. Like what? Are the standard ones black and white? Anyways, well, <laughs> pick a comparable brand. Actually, let's say Mazda. <clears throat> okay. What's comparable to the Tucson? CX CX Tucson's pretty small, isn't it? Okay, CX30. Go, go to the CX30. Sure, CX30. Go to the Let's CX30 do. landing page. So I'm going to go to Mazda Canada. What does their heading say? Cookies? <laughs> uh, no message about supply chain. Okay. I don't think they ever had a supply chain issue, to be honest. Everybody suffered from it at one point, but I guess they all suffered in different magnitudes. We are going with the... Actually, the, the CX50 starts at the same price. So let's go on the CX50. Sure. What's the first thing that it says? A little bigger. Um... Well, let's see here. It's actually not the easiest site to navigate on a tablet. It doesn't... Do you want to know a little fun fact? There's actually like a, a council that judges automotive pay, like websites. Oh, yeah? And they, they ruled that the best one of last year was actually Alfa Romeo's. Huh. Which I can agree on because that's a really good website. I spent okay. a lot of time on that one. Sorry. Mazda CX-50 at a glance. It just gives you... Engine. Oh, oh, right. Stop right there. Okay. Stop right there. Then now, now, now I can make my point. Was that actually the first thing that was? Yeah. So okay, it, okay. It, it gives you like a little slider. And the first thing you see is the engine, how much fuel economy and drivetrain and weight. Okay. Editor Haley, please. The, the, put them both side to side. Sorry. Right, right here. If you can find it. <clears throat> um, one, two, three, four, five, sixth is the color display 10.25 inch can i monologue everything before that is cargo space no 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 wait can you please let me monologue uh sure yeah okay take it away ladies and gentlemen boys and girls boys and girls mason's everybody's actually everybody's first interaction these days and you can uh, you can feel free to disagree with me but I oh don't i agree Okay, good. Um, everybody's first interaction with a car brand these days is online. Can we can we agree on that? Agree, yeah. Is is the only place for most people. Ninety eight percent of buyers, with you know maybe car enthusiasts being the outliers. Ninety eight percent of people, their first interaction with any kind of car company or any car is their website. What you just did was go on Hyundai's website and the first thing that was thrown at you was some sort of tech boogaloo, boogaloo. about their about their technology. In in marketing, usually what people or what companies like to show you are the things that they focused on the most. Mm. You I I think I told you this before. Apple makes a lot of stuff, right? Just as an example, Apple makes yeah, tons of stuff. Yeah. But what do you see? What do you see the ads for the most? Uh, phone and watch. Yeah, exactly. And those are, those are their biggest things. Mm hmm. That doesn't mean the rest of what they make is bad, but those are their biggest sellers. 
you went on Mazda's website, the first thing that was thrown at you was like what their engine size, torque, yeah, it was engine, horsepower figures, yeah. cargo space, yeah. maybe something about fuel comfort. economy. Fuel economy, that's huge. And then secondary to that was the technology. You said that was like the sixth thing that you saw. Yeah, just a color display. Now, doesn't that show you where Mazda and Hyundai's priorities lie? Mm-hmm. Right? right? The reason the reason why Hyundai's and Kia's are so alluring is because they give you these insane features for such for what seems like a low price. Which is what But guess where they cut people corners? today want, right? That they or these are what kids who are just beginning to drive want in a car, which is something they can afford to get into. But it has all the gizmos, right? Yeah. They don't care if... So some, some people don't care whether or not it can take you far. Mm-hmm. Or whether or not you'll have to be in the shop every three weeks. Or whether or not you'll need an entire engine replaced. Or, or and segue into my next point, whether or not it will blow up. So, Hyundai's and Kia's... I know I'm going to catch a little bit of flack for this because I've talked about this with some of my friends and they, they seem... They seem to disagree with me, but here... And those are mostly the Hyundai drivers. But it's... <laughs> here's here's what's been happening. You can you can go look at the CBC Marketplace video about this. It's actually... I love CBC Marketplace, but you can, you can go watch their video it's about this. pretty good. <laughs> Kia and Hyundai fires. Here's the thing. Yeah, NHTSA investigating 3 million Hyundai and Kia vehicles for fires. All of these fires are just (coughs) spontaneous combustion. Usually, usually they're the electronics that are in the doors, mainly the 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 window uh, opening and closing Mm. buttons, like something in it shorts or explodes. I I thought it was something in like the engine bay, or or the engine. (laughs) No, (laughs) well, or the uh, the fuel pump assembly. Right. Right. Usually in the gas tank side. Yeah, which is where the explosives hide. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry. The, quick, that's where the explosive quick, quick side piece. Can I tell you what Equinox is showing me? Sure. On their page? That's Chevy, by the way. For those that, for those <clears> that, <throat> that don't know. Um, fuel economy, cargo volume, all-wheel drive. And then the next three... Um, Chevy, Chevy, uh, it gives you a JD Power award. Okay. Uh, number one for new vehicle quality, which is pretty good. And yeah, then no. it gives you the hands-free power lift tailgate and available panoramic sunroof. So it, 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 again, it, it, it kind of te- it kind of moved the. Um, I feel like that's middle. That's right in the middle. You know what I mean? The uh, the tech. No, Wait, what, I'm, what I'm saying what is, is that about? like it it doesn't lean too far into the engine or anything like that. It just it just no, yeah, it, into it, it doesn't even say the engine size. It just says <clears throat> every it, it it actually kind of gives you things that people are more like the like the average person is going to look at. Nobody's really going to care about what engine size is in there. No, just and if you really want to care, you look for it, yes. right? Yeah, but it's giving you things that help people like. The hands-free liftgate. So in that, my it's opinion, reliable. is the perfect example of a company that knows their customers. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Right. I asked a friend the other day, I'm like, oh, what's the displacement of your engine? He's just like, what? What does displacement mean? And I'm like, how big is it? He's like, four cylinders. And I'm like, that wasn't the question. But that, you know what? That's fine. But not a, not everybody needs to know that. Exactly. And not everybody wants exactly. to That's even know point. that, whether so, they're given that information or not. Right? Can I get back to the arson? Arson? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Hyundai's and Kia's, uh, as I've said, like to spontaneously combust. This this was usually this is usually present in the 2010 to 2015 <clears throat> vehicles, which it, represents a good chunk of them. Yeah, honestly, uh, that's a lot. I mean, a, a good five years, and <clears throat> it was probably how many hundreds of thousands of cars. <laughs> to be fair, it's not happening anymore that we know of. Not that I know of, anyways. But here's here's the point that I want to get to. Now nowadays. Currently, hmm. we've seen that stupid TikTok trend that has shown that Hyundai's and Kia's are notoriously easy to steal. Yeah. Now, I'm a t- in, in the I'm U.S. A, m- now, mind you, let, let's a, just let's just say that Canada is perfectly safe if you're driving a Hyundai. Well, not pr- I that's not say true. that, but it's perfectly <laughs> safe car, car from USB. Have gone up a thousand. I know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's safe from USB thefts. In Canada. Are they? Yes. Why? Because in Canada, it's required by law to have a um, an anti-theft device from the manufacturer installed on the vehicle. In the U.S., it's not required. It's not law. And to save cents. 38 cents, yeah, but, probably, okay. by the unit. Okay, Nobody, fine. Hyundai, Hyundai and Kia hasn't put it in. As far as I know, every other manufacturer has put it in. Let me as far let me, as I know. Let me paint a very American picture for you then. Okay. I'm a I'm a I'm a home I'm a homeowner in 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 Boston, Massachusetts. Congrats. Right on the outside. It's a nice place. I like it. Um <laughs> I have a two thousand sixteen Elantra. We'll say. Now um or I think yeah, we'll we'll pretend that that's one of the ones affected by the fires. <laughs> I get a letter in the mail with the uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Association or whatever federal body in the U.S. sends out the recall notices in the mail it's, saying, I, I need to park my car outside, a park outside order, mm-hmm. because I could lose my house. You know, if I park my car inside, mm. it might blow up and take my house with it and maybe me. So what do I do? To keep me and my family safe and all of our treasured belongings, like my Xbox. You keep it inside. I keep it outside. Outside, Uh, outside, sorry. (laughs) Do not keep them inside. I keep it outside. But. This is a big but. Oh. My car is also notoriously easy to steal. And with so much of my hard-earned cash, I went out and bought that thing. And And you're in Boston? It was the second happiest day of my life. Sounds like you got three issues on your hand. More. <laughs> what do I do typically to deter thieves from stealing my car? I should park it inside, shouldn't I? That and lock it. Have we talked about, or sorry, have they talked about how they get inside the car? Because I, 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 I don't actually, I haven't seen that. I assume it's there's coat a few hanger. Ways, there's, a, there's a few ways to do it, but I'll, 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 I'll talk about that. What's what? Do you see the dilemma here? Why would you want to give your money to a brand that makes you 
vulnerable. make a decision like this. I'm not saying that every brand is perfect because they're not. Certainly not. I mean, no. like everyone's at least every brand has had at least one major flaw in oh. their lineup. Oh yes, and I can I can name a few right now. I sure. drive a Volkswagen. I remember Dieselgate. Yeah, <laughs> I, I drive a Chevy. I, I remember their keys falling out Ooh, and people sliding one. into ditches. That was a right, big one. Granted, they don't do that anymore. I'm, no, I'm no, they don't say you're fine. fine. Keyless entry, keyless entry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I guess this could be the last topic for today. Car theft. We don't condone this by any means, nor would we encourage the purchase <laughs> but of try any it. of these tools. Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do this. If you do, you will get in huge trouble. And... Uh, we will waive any liability for stolen cars as a result of uh, people who may claim this podcast encouraged them to. That was off the dome, but that's our disclaimer. Uh, one of the most popular ways right now is for thieves to actually walk up to your front porch with some sort of antenna. Oh, yeah. To take the signal from your key. Because most people leave their keys like on a hanger. Next to the Pretty door. close to the like close enough to the door where close the transmitter the can pick can, it up. Exactly. So then they just spoof that signal. They go to the car and unlock it as if and and the car thinks. Mm-hmm. And th- this is video. not with just Hyundai. This is with any car. A- any car. Uh, it, like it, it happens. Um, I saw. I wa- my dad watched a video of a Rolls Royce Cullinan getting stolen like this. And that is that is at minimum a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Something that should be parked away. in the garage, by the way. <laughs> oh my goodness, I I, mean, broke like, my, I think I cried. I cried after. Escalades are being tagged like that too. It's like I think Escalades and, historically are one of the most stolen cars yeah, in the world. Yeah, es- Escalades and um, uh, what was the Toyota that that everybody's been taking across seas um highlander i think is pretty has been pretty i, I, I think it is the the, the, the highlander or forerunner maybe a- any of those big toyota suvs are just uh and it's so sad yeah have you seen the pictures of people like like their cars are showing up in like madagascar or south africa with the ontario plates still on them yeah <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> and, and, and they're like smushed in sea cans that they're just like being ripped out of sea cans and they're just immediately being driven away by the owner. It's like, oh, okay. And they still drive around with the plates on. Yeah. Well, it's got to be legal. <laughs> Can we talk about, while we're on the subject of um, theft. Actually, as a lesson to that, keep your car, or keep your keys inside of like a little Faraday cage. If you, ha- if you, or, yeah, or yeah. if you have like an RFID like pouch or something. I'm not sure how far away they can get those keys, but like mine, my keys are basically in the center of the house, which so is I, fine. I don't really know how far away they can actually get, like how many feet. It's it's, it's I, I can't um, imagine it's very it's very far. Yeah, I can't imagine it's very strong. Or I, I assume if it's that far away, then they have a harder time getting your code, which they don't want to stand there for more than two seconds. Yeah, getting your key code right. On on Amazon, you could probably find a little Faraday box. It's a little metal box that just blocks. Is it, isn't it just like a cage? It's it's it's, it's like a it's like a or, say, say, it's or are they even, closed off? It's like, even good in a, it can, it, They're mostly closed off. Okay, okay. Um, so what I was gonna talk to? Had, do you watch cable? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, for can anybody who watches cable? cable out there, yeah. 
Oh, no. Biggest crime in America is stealing cable. Is it? Well, cable itself is a crime, but... <laughs> Anyways, um... Story for another day. If anybody listening watches cable and you see the commercials for Hyundai and Kia... Don't buy one. They have this new... Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but they have this new... Um, technology it's not really new technology it's just unused technology for good reason and that is if you are somewhere else away from your car let's say your your car is home in boston and you're visiting niagara falls with a friend take your house keys with you which have your car key on them and your daughter is at home and she's like hey papa george can i take the car to the grocery store and you're like, oh, sure, but I have the key with me. Mm-hmm. Well, what you do is take out your Hyundai app, text her a code, and she can drive your Hyundai without keys. Just her phone. Can I Now, I, I'm all for technology, but can I just say how scary that sounds that somebody can hack into your account and take your car? Just from your app, I mean, like I, I don't even know how secure the app itself is. It's it's probably but, if it's anything like uh, I know you have the uh, like a my my Chevrolet app. Yeah, and I have the my VW app. Like and you can't I, unlock it unless it's with biometrics or something like that. Can can you do that? Yeah, it's got biometrics, or if you don't have that, then it's password. And even then, you can't drive your car with it. No, it just starts a car. Unlock it unlocks it. your car, which yeah, you know, unlocking your car is kind of that's already going too far, but. I don't know how many cases people have had where their car was unlocked remotely by a hacker. Like, I think these are pretty secure apps for this good reason. But something about that particular thing just kind of scares me where how easy is it to intercept somebody's somebody's sending a code to their friend or their parent or something. And all you got to do is... I don't think that's that easy. Probably not, but do you not find it a little suspicious that I feel like you, if, you could have it taken that easy? I feel like if it were that easy, we would have heard about it. Well, as far as I know, it's only been out for like less than a year. I know my Chevrolet has been a thing for a while. <laughs> like 10 years? Yeah. Nah. Uh, well, it, I mean... It's, uh, it's, it's been around for quite our, a long our, time. Our Malibu came with it. What year is that? 2016 so it was built in 2015 this is a long time so that's it's like nine <laughs> so nine years probably so, so you're you're just about there like nine-ish, yeah, yeah. nine-ish years yeah, 10 12 yeah it's not as sophisticated as the one that you have and what year is your truck uh 22 okay so yeah and i, I mean it's not even that sophisticated and like it, i can't control my my temp or heated seats or anything because i don't have that <laughs> well i so I if, if you had everything it would be like psh. my my volkswagen like i have the app I can't mm-hmm. remote start. I can only lock and unlock the doors and like flash the lights. Which I'm, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> about it. Why do I need lights flashing? I don't. Horn honking? So I can find yeah, my car sh- at night. I don't know. Even yeah, though it shows me where it is on a map. Just Yeah, but right? Like, <laughs> I mean, I like, yeah, if you can't find your car without that app, you've got horn, lights, you've got hey, the map. It's better the, to the have map. it and not need it than to need it and not have it. I'm canceling mine soon. <laughs> Well, mine came with four years for free. So I, GM gives you like three months. That's mean. It is. I'll pull some strings for you. Thanks. <laughs> you know what? I really... I don't know 
I'm sure that there's another company that does this time. Yeah, wrap it up. I ain't rounding nothing up. <laughs> We're at 50 minutes now. Well, listen, I don't know any other... I, I'm just going to end off by this glorification of GM. I don't know any other... You can correct me on this if you want. Sure. Any vehicle that or company that has a system where corporate can have so much control over your car for the goodness of you and the car like shutting it down and tracking it if it's oh. stolen so something like OnStar yeah which is GM right I, I don't think anyone else uses OnStar no, that's, but that's just GM but I don't know anyone else who has that I, I know cars nowadays I know a, BMW a lot of them doesn't. are are implementing the, the mirror controls where you can like call for help or yeah. and all that. My my VW has it. I know BMW does it too. Yeah, the Germans I, the Germans have it. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure the Japanese have it too. Um, Lexus I know has it. I'm pretty sure all the Japanese have it. Hyundai has it. I know. But our last Hyundai they're probably had it. full of calls. My car was stolen. Huh? How are they gonna? The person stealing the car is gonna hit that button. No, they can say I'm so stealing they... this car. <laughs> I'm talking about the SOS button. <laughs> Do, does Volkswagen auto detect crashes as well? OnStar auto detects a crash. That's not very difficult technology. No, like, but I... but who else implements that? And they they'll call for you. You're getting like, niche. Like you're getting niche information oh, here, folks. Does my VW <laughs> Golf Eight? Auto <laughs> detect golf eight accidents. Um, sport Nurburgring edition. It's just a GTI Brembo, Autobahn. Autobahn. GTI edition. Autobahn. Gray. <laughs> I can't find it, but it is telling me that it is very safe. I did watch the crash test. It's a very safe car. Anyways. Well, I, I mean, I, every for, car for is safe is. these days. But yeah, well, well, safety is a whole other topic. But thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it and listening. We we do appreciate it. Please do leave feedback. Leave mm. us a good. Oh please. Leave us a good review on. And tell uh, tell a friend or two. Yeah, I mean, please like, tell a friend. You know, anybody that's looking for some advice. Don't hold it back. Don't hold back this good information. Exactly. Why would you sit? A sharing is caring, man. Come on now. Anyways, once again, thank you, and we'll we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. P P peace out. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you.